Hello and welcome back to NRI Women, the show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. I'm Nanora and I'm Bettina. Coping with the loss of a loved one may be one of the hardest challenges that we face. All of us who have lost a loved one will know that one can't just snap out of it and neither is there a normal period of time for someone to grieve. During that mourning period, finding something positive to hold on to can feel really impossible. And yet sometimes, hope can come into our lives in an unexpected way, just as it did for our guest today, Padmini Stump. I had just lost my son, Stephen, in an accident in Dubai. And uh, a few months later, when I was, you could say, in a sort of a depression, uh, Masti, and that's what I named her, came into my life. That was my first dog. I had never had or taken care of a dog before that. I was busy in Dubai with my uh, taking care of my own three children and their, uh, you know, with mothers, once you become a mother, how it is, their, their schooling and college and their lives. And so, well, um, Masti was my first dog. Yes. And after Masti came into my life, that's when uh, things turned around for me. and. I uh, found that yes, that I had this, uh, you know, this feeling for animals and one by one other dogs started coming into my life and the first 11 dogs, I still have them even today. That was in 2006. She didn't know at the time that what started off as finding comfort in the midst of grief would eventually turn into something that changed the way she lived. Masti came into my life from the streets actually. One evening when I had gone down to India and I was uh, in my compound late that evening, that's when I saw this little pup, uh, you know, on the streets and she was looking at me. And just before that I was asking God to help me cope up with my pain. And. Ten minutes later, Masti had already walked into my home and into my life. Masti, the name means mischievous to reflect her nature. Waltz into Padmini's heart and life. This was only the beginning. Very soon after that, I had gone back uh, to India uh, for a holiday and I was doing up my place and I had to go and choose some tiles, that's when I see this little, small little pup lying under the chair uh, of this watchman sitting over there and I asked him, whose uh, pup is this? So he says, ma'am, I really have no idea, but it's been lying here for four days without food and water. So I picked her up, I brought her home and uh, that's my Smokey. Yeah, I named her Smokey because she's uh, dark in color. So she, one was Masti, then was Smokey, then came in Ashley, then came in Lionel. You know, there's a uh, there's a big line there of dogs that that I ha have still have. And when they were being taken for walks, and you know, people would look into my compound and they would see that I have so many dogs. That's when 
the dumping started they would come and dump some injured dog or a dog with with uh, who needs help uh, for surgeries or people would come and request us that we can't take care of our dog we are leaving we are we are leaving town we are migrating we are relocating and the you know we have people there who would come and request me ma'am please we can't afford to take care of our dog uh, if you could please give it refuge that's when the dogs started coming and uh, after that i myself started looking out for people it started from friends to get the dogs adopted and so far we've had over 3000 adoptions that's just a number on paper she's helped so many more that chance meeting with masti on a night where padmini was struggling with the will to live resulted in what is today mission possible pets adoption center the name came from well it just uh, so happened that all the time whenever there were th- th- there have been a lot of obstacles actually along the way there have been so many many obstacles and well i'm the kind who always sees to the positive side of things and whenever doc would tell me that are this will not be possible i would say doc it will be pos- possible you know that's how we got the name it was always you know this will be impossible and i would say it would be possible and that's when the name when we actually set up our ngo and we got it registered doc said do you have any ma- uh, name in mind for uh, for the, our ngo so i said yes i do and it will be called mission possible The dog she refers to is Dr. Ravi Kasbekar, an oncologist by profession who is passionate about animals and is the president of Mission Possible. So how did he get involved with Mission Possible? Lionel is a boy, a male dog. He has faced a lot of lot of issues in the sense that uh this firecracker was inserted in his ear and it was blown. And Lionel nearly died that's when my nephew came and told me about it and uh, it was on Diwali day that uh, you know Lionel and it I couldn't get hold of a vet I couldn't get hold of anyone they had all gone and they were celebrating Diwali so they were not available so the next best, best thing I could think about was doctor you know and well his love for dogs he would do anything to save their life Yes. And that was not the first time and it won't be the last time either. That's when I called Dr. Ravi Kasbekar and he came and we managed to uh, operate on him and help him out that day and he is still with us. But Minnie's pets are her children and not everyone can adopt from her. She vets each applicant personally and has the final say on whether they can adopt or not. I actually interview them. sometimes it takes between 2 to 3 hours each interview they have to take an appointment and they have to come and meet me and that's when i find out everything about them i prefer giving the uh, uh, pet to the family mostly not only i speak to them but i see their body language itself their body language speaks like you know i cannot i cannot explain to you 
how much I have learnt over a period of time. Yes, I have made mistakes in the past and given it to the wrong people, and I've even got my my pets back. Okay, and thank God for it. But now, I if I feel that the person is not fit enough to handle the the pet, I straight away refuse. And more than the men, I watch the body language of the woman in the family, the mother. If the woman's body language is not good, I refuse, point blank, I refuse because I don't want my my uh, pet to go there and suffer, you see, and it does, it does. And being a woman myself, yes, I know that I'm doing the right thing by not giving uh, the dog or a cat to a place in a home where it is not welcomed by the woman of the family. Padmini has built a reputation for herself over the years as a champion of rehabilitating and housing strays. This has resulted in many of her pets being adopted by celebrities. She narrates her favorite adoption story with Indian actor and celebrity Nana Patekar. Nana has taken two dogs from us. He uh, actually wanted one dog, but he took two. And Nana, uh, when when Nana was to adopt from us, and I was I was so worried that what dog should we show Nana since he's a, a famous personality and stuff. So when when Nana adopted, and I told him Nana. In, in what way, what dog would you like? And he made it very clear to me. And he told me in Marathi, Bhagpurgi Malagauti Kutra Paije Maja Sarka. Yeah. And that's what he, oh yes, yeah. I'll never forget that dialogue of his ever. And he came for one, but he took two dogs from us. Yeah. They are with him. They are with him even today. And what does that mean for the ones who don't understand Marathi? Malagauti Kutra Paije Maja Sarka. It means that I want a, a desi breed, means an Indian breed like myself. That's what it means. Yeah. Because in this day and age, people have become very, very brand conscious. They, uh, you know, want uh, Alsatians and Labradors and St. Bernards and all of them, whoever. Uh, like at least most of them have got very high taste so you know it it came as a surprise to me that a person uh, a personality like him uh, wanted just a desi uh, dog in spite of her best efforts padmini found that the number of pets coming to her versus the number being adopted was far higher at its peak, Padmini had over 300 pets living with her at the bungalow in Gulshal Mahal. It was full to the brim and yet there were more animals that needed help who she would not refuse. She was under a lot of pressure from her neighbours to move the pets to another location. She was at her wit's end when help came in an unexpected way. We were facing a lot of issues with the neighbours and one fine day uh, it was a Saturday, I'll, I'll not forget, it was a Saturday when I had nearly 15 to 16 adopters over there when these two guys from the corporation, they came to us and he, they were telling me that ma'am, we know you're doing an excellent job, we all know about you, but there are neighbours complaining and if you could shift the dogs, why don't you buy land and shift the dogs to a, another location? 
so i told them that is not possible because we can't afford it whatever we are doing for these many hundred dogs is from our own pocket so he says yes i know but uh, but you know with these people complaining um why don't you you know think about it and give it a thought and all i said give it a thought uh, i cannot because you need a lot of money for that and we don't have that kind of money so then meanwhile after they left there was a gentleman sitting over there i didn't know who he was and he's been he was listening like others to what was happening and after they left he told me he says you are you're doing a wonderful job ma'am are you looking out for land so i said yes i am but i said it's not we can't afford it because land these days is too expensive and we all our whatever we have is going in maintaining the dogs that we have so he told me how much land do you want i'll give you so <laughs> i looked at him up and down i stared at him from top to toe you know and I said are you serious so he says yes i am serious how much land do you want so i told him i said how about 10 gunta 10 gunta you know is 10000 square feet of land which i felt is big enough but then in my mind i thought that i'm being greedy and i told him how about 5 gunta then i and he was smiling and i looked at him again and i said 2 gunta then he says i'll give you 2 acres of land i said are you serious so he says yes i am serious i'm going to give you 2 acres of land the man who came to her rescue that day was amar singh jadhav rao a local personality in pune who happened to be one of those 15 people waiting at her office that morning he was there to adopt a pet for his daughter and padmini believes that god sent the officers from the corporation at the same time Amar Singh Jadhav Rao stuck to his word and donated 2 hectares of land in Saswad, a place about 40 minutes away from the city of Pune. This is where Mission Possible Shelter was built and today it houses over 600 dogs. Padmini stumbled upon this new life by accident. Little did she know the path was being laid when she was a child. I remember as a kid though, every week my dad used to give me some money and I used to uh buy food for them and i used to uh, when those years they used to euthanize the dogs when when this cart used to come and take the dogs from our uh, area away i used to follow them give them that money and they used to leave my dogs and by the time i would come back home the dogs had already reached our area so this used to be a daily practice but as a pet i had never had dogs no Sometimes beautiful surprises can bloom from tragic seeds as it did for Padmini and she is forever a changed person. I have changed in many ways. In fact, I changed a lot after I lost my son because that's one time that I realized that life is not what you uh in the way you see things can just changed in a matter of seconds your whole life can change upside down you know you that you really don't have a control on your life and 
after the these animals have come into my life uh, i have realized that we have a certain period in which we have to give back be it's not all about us it's not just us us and us it's about them and what you can do to help someone who's less uh privileged th than what you are you see because that's today that's what gives me happiness in helping be it humans be it animals i help a lot of humans as well that i don't want to talk about now but that's what gives me my happiness in helping someone who doesn't have as much as i do padmini exemplifies the phrase only a life lived for others is a life worthwhile we may not all be able to or want to follow her footsteps but we can each contribute a little something to make the world better for all living beings the first thing is that we have we should uh, remember that animals are here to coexist amongst us and loving them loving animals is really a god given gift either you are blessed with this gift or you are not and if you are not no matter how much you try you cannot love them because you don't feel for them you know this feeling has to come from within to care for the animal and if you are then god bless you for it because as i said they cannot do without us they need our help every step of the way they even whether it is to remove one tick of flea from their body they need a human to help them i always tell these people that see they don't have any choice that's why they are on the streets if you can't help them please don't try and harm them because you don't achieve anything by harming them you yourself are a visitor on this planet you will do your time and you will move on we will all move on and while we are here we have to try and participate in life contribute to making the world function it's not just us missing out if we don't as the world misses out on what we have to offer too like padmini nino and her husband edward run an ngo based out of nyc helping girls rescued from sex trafficking in india those girls live new lives every day and are an example of what a little bit of participation can do yes pitu this is so true it takes a village i've kept this quote by muhammad ali very close to my heart service to others is the rent we pay for living on this earth and as you know i take this very seriously and have from a very young age over the years i have worked with a lot of ngos and charities when i lived in new york city but there's something about rescue foundation the ngo we work very closely with um, to help the girls rescued from sex trafficking it's been 6 years since we've been involved and i wouldn't look back a day their appreciation and love back for us is irreplaceable and priceless and i can totally relate with padmini and her passion if you would like to know more about mission possible the details are available on our website and show notes we hope you're inspired today like we are Join us again next time for our conversations on Inarai Woman. If you like the show, please recommend us to a friend and don't forget to rate us. If you'd like to get in touch with us, please email us hello at inariwoman.com or tweet us at nri_woman. Stay tuned for the highlights from the next episode at the end of the show. You can see and learn more about the amazing women you chat with on our Facebook page and our website nriwoman.com. I'm Bettina and I'm Nanora. 
Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring and be kind. Next week on NRI Woman. So I think my anxiety was always it was always there like I remember having these weird feelings like I don't know if any of you have ever been through anxiety but anxiety is this, is this like constant fear in your it's like in the pit of your stomach you know like there's something bad that's going to happen and you feel that all the time New episodes come out every Monday so make sure you subscribe